This video is brought to you by Too Long. That's the official TLDR newspaper we've made and which is available to order right now. Today, ultra-libertarian Javier Millet wins Argentina's presidential election. Houthi rebels hijack a cargo ship in the Red Sea and progress is reportedly made towards a temporary Gaza ceasefire. From TLDR News, this is your daily briefing for Monday the 20th of November 2023. We begin in Argentina, where ultra-libertarian politician Javier Millet has won the country's presidential election by a wide margin, shifting the country considerably to the right from the incumbent centre-left government. With virtually all the ballots counted, Millet has ended up on around 55.7%, while his opponent, incumbent economy minister Sergio Massa, received 44.3%. Sunday's election was the runoff vote and took place a month after the first round in which Millet actually came second to Massa, with 30% compared to 36.8%. Millet, as a self-styled anarcho-capitalist, has vowed to chainsaw the political and economic status quo. In fact, the chainsaw became a symbol of his campaign as he often brandished the prop at his campaign rallies. He wants to ditch the Argentine peso and dollarize the economy, close the central bank, slash the size of government by closing ministries including culture, education, environment and women. He's described climate change as a socialist lie, is anti-abortion and anti-gun control, and is known for railing against what he calls cultural Marxism, and also, quote, parasitic, corrupt and political caste. Millet managed to tap into public anger and frustration at the country's present economic turmoil, which has seen inflation soar to nearly 140% and the poverty rate reach 40%. Having underperformed in the first round, Millet managed to turn things around and picked up endorsements from former President Mauricio Macri and Patricia Bullrich, the candidate for the mainstream centre-right alliance that was eliminated in the first round. Speaking to a crowd of supporters following his victory, Millet suggested he would not wait to try and implement his overhaul of the system. He said, I want you to understand that Argentina is in a critical situation. The changes our country needs are drastic. There is no room for gradualism. Massa conceded the race last night and said the responsibility, the job to provide certainty and guarantees to the functioning of political, social and economic systems in Argentina is the responsibility of the new president, the elected president, and we expect him to do so. Millet's journey from fringe candidate to president has been a remarkable rise, but actually transforming the country in the way he wants to will be a major challenge. Melee's alliance has no provincial governors, controls less than 40 seats in the 257-seat Chamber of Deputies, and just eight in the Senate. We've got a full video on Millet's victory and his plans coming out on Tuesday over on TLDR News Global. There's more on the way, but be sure to subscribe and ring the bell to make the daily briefing part of your daily routine, or just search for us on your podcast app to listen along. Meanwhile, Houthi rebels from Yemen have hijacked a cargo ship in the Red Sea, claiming it as a legitimate target due to its connections with an Israeli businessman. The rebels apparently used a helicopter to take over the Galaxy Leader ship, with around 22 crew members reportedly on board. Following the capture, the rebels directed it towards a port in Yemen. In a statement, the Houthis said that all ships belonging to the Israeli enemy or that deal with it will become legitimate targets. 
The ship is believed to be owned by Israeli businessman Abraham Ungar, who is listed as being the owner of the company that owns the ship, Raycar Carriers Limited. The Houthis also recently attacked Israeli positions with long-range rockets from Yemen in support of Hamas. They vowed to continue to carry out military operations against the Israeli enemy until the aggression against Gaza stops. The Houthi rebels had previously warned on the 14th of November that they would be targeting Israeli ships in the Red Sea, even if they were not flying Israeli flags. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu refuted the fact that it was a legitimate target, saying that this is a ship that left Turkey on its way to India with an international civilian crew. This is not an Israeli ship. In other news, Nicaragua has officially withdrawn from the Organization of American States, or OAS, in a move the United States has called another step away from democracy. The OAS has long been a critic of Nicaraguan President Daniel Ortega, accusing him of silencing his political opposition, human rights abuses, and cracking down on freedom of speech. Among those that have been subject to crackdowns are private universities, the Roman Catholic Church, civil society organisations, and political opponents. Ortega, whose wife serves as vice president, was elected to a fourth consecutive term back in November 2021. In an election that the OAS said was not free, fair or transparent and lacked democratic legitimacy. Shortly after this criticism, Ortega moved to leave the OAS by beginning a two-year withdrawal process that concluded this month. Nicaragua has been a member of the organisation since 1950, but now it's withdrawn, the OAS said it will continue paying special attention to the situation in Nicaragua and will try to promote respect for fundamental freedoms and respect for human rights. We've got an update on the conflict in Gaza now, where there are hopes that some of the hostages taken by Hamas on October the 7th might be freed soon in an exchange for a temporary ceasefire. Indirect negotiations involving the United States and Qatar appear to have been making some progress, with Israel's ambassador to the US saying that there's hope that a significant number of hostages could be freed in the coming days. Additionally, the Qatari Prime Minister said on Sunday that the securing of a deal now only depends on minor practical issues. Meanwhile, lots of attention has been on Gaza's Al-Shifa hospital, which Israeli forces have taken control of. The Israeli military says a Hamas tunnel has been found at the hospital site, though Hamas denies this. Israel also released CCTV footage from the hospital that appears to show hostages, said to be a Nepalese citizen and a Thai citizen, being taken into the building by Hamas militants. Health officials say that 31 premature babies in extremely critical condition have been transferred from Al-Shifa hospital and are en route to Egypt. World Health Organization officials conducted an assessment of the hospital and expressed deep concerns about the welfare of patients and health workers and described the hospital as no longer operational due to the lack of clean water, fuel, medicine, food and other essential aid over the last six weeks. And we end today with some uplifting news, this time from the United Arab Emirates, where the world's largest single-site solar farm has come online. The 2 gigawatt solar farm is 35 kilometres from the capital, Abu Dhabi, which is preparing to host the COP28 climate summit at the end of the year. 
Known as the Aldafra Solar Farm, the site has nearly 4 million bifacial solar panels and is said to be able to power almost 200,000 homes. If you want more from TLDR and want to support our journalism, consider picking up a copy of our newspaper, Too Long. This is a one-off physical newspaper we've been working on over the last few months, which includes 32 pages of analysis and explainers from the TLDR team on everything from Ukraine and Gaza to the state of the French and German governments or the upcoming elections in the UK, US and around the world. It's not just us either. We have a full interview with creator and journalist Johnny Harris that people who buy the newspaper can also watch via a special QR code. Plus, there's articles from a ton of other creators, including JJ McCullough, Search Party, Sophia Smith-Gaylor, and many more. This really has been a very exciting project for us to work on, and hopefully you can already see all the work we've put into it, even the TLDR-themed crossword. So if you want to pick up a copy and help fund our journalism on YouTube as we head into 2024, then the link to the store is in the description. Plus, you can get 20% off your purchase this week only by using code TLDRDAILY at checkout. And with a limited quantity available, if you do want one, I'd order soon, especially if you want it before Christmas. As always, thanks so much for your support, and I hope you like this silly but genuinely very good project as much as we do. Thank you.